Hi, I'm Mish Pierce, and you're listening to Mentor DNA. I hit the jackpot with my freshman year roommate, Christy Glass Lowe. After 20 years spent as an investment banker at Goldman Sachs and two boutique banks, Christy now serves as a fundraising advisor and investor, working directly with founders of branded consumer companies. We talk about her start in banking and how she explored private equity and startups. And, you know, starting at Goldman, you're starting at the top. You don't need to pitch deals. You don't need to win any client. They come to you. You decide which clients you work for in general. What I learned leaving there is how to sell and how to really market yourself. In the beginning, I would say, oh, well, I used to work at Goldman. <laughs> that was my pitch. But it, it forced me to learn how to sell what I was going to do for somebody. She loves working with entrepreneurs and the interesting lessons she learned about the importance of cultural fit. I had a hard time finding a fit for a firm that I felt like I could make a long-term commitment to. And that's really what private equity is about. So Christy went to a boutique investment firm instead. And we focused on being a small M&A advisory firm, and I was the partner focusing on branded consumer companies, which was fun for me. And I was almost always working with the founder. And so for me, that was just really fun and inspirational. Almost 20 years in investment banking in one form or another, I finally decided that I wanted to do something a little different and maybe be, you know, do more board work with companies. The transaction part of it is fun, but at some point I just was ready for a change and I ended up just deciding to consult with companies, usually around capital strategy. So what type of capital should you raise when? You think you're in a finance, like do you need to love finance to be in that business? And you kind of do, but you, you need to really be able to tell somebody's story in a compelling way that takes into account the finance piece of it. So I'm always surprised when I hear myself say how long I was in that industry, but I, I managed to find a way to do it entrepreneurially. I also have three kids that I had throughout, throughout that career. I had to write the maternity leave policy at my firm. I didn't have one at both firms. There were no women partners who had been through that. So I was able to make that work. I think it's a better path to wealth creation. If you really want to create wealth, start a company and then grow it and you don't even need to sell it. If, it, if it's working well, it's going to cash flow. We talk about risk tolerance. I think that's, mm -hmm. for me, that was always a barrier is my risk tolerance for putting it all on the line. So I always had that respect for the founders and what they were doing. It was way harder than what I was doing. Christy and I laugh about lessons she's learned from her conservative approach to valuations. Has there been a flop or a failure in your career that you learned a great lesson from? No. <laughs> I lost many deals pitching the deals because I was conservative on valuation. And it's very tempting when you're pitching to just be super aggressive, even mm. though you don't believe that it might be achievable. That was just one thing I, I never ended up getting on board with, even though I lost. It wasn't great for me from a business perspective, but I just knew how complicated these deals are. And it, the numbers may not be the deciding factor, maybe personality. And so I was always frustrated by that, but that's the nature of the industry that I was in. She opens up about mentorship and its importance, especially in a sales organization. Well, certainly in my industry, it's mentoring and management of people. Investment banking, and I'm just generalizing here, you are rewarded on your, your fees. And there's usually not a lot of reward for mentoring and teamwork and building a culture. 
And the truth is to be a good investment banker, you don't necessarily have to be a good manager of people. So when you promote your stars into management, there's usually a deficit in this industry because if you're successful and you're promoted and you're supposed to be managing people and managing an organization, I think that's a different skill set. And there are people who are very good at it. Wow. And wouldn't you have appreciated your boss coaching you through this situation? But then we were in the meeting and I was the most junior person in the room. I was also the only woman in the room, but I was the first year analyst. Our client was there and I got up and offered to get coffee for people like, hey, do you want a coffee? And then after the meeting, he said, never do that. Never do that in a meeting. You are providing a service to your client. There are people who will bring the coffee in and you're not one of them. And that was a great, because I just felt because I was the most junior, I should be helpful. And that wasn't the kind of help I needed to give to my client. Thanks so much for tuning in with my chat with Christy Glass-Lowe. This is Mentor DNA. Welcome to the Mentor DNA podcast. I'm your host, Mish Pierce, and I chat with C-suite executives and inspirational leaders so that you can leverage the lessons they share in your own career. You'll hear what makes successful leaders tick, lessons they've learned through their wins and flops, and memories shared about boardroom experiences and tough conversations with colleagues. Full bios, book recommendations, and more details about my guests can be found at mentordna.io. You can find Mentor DNA on Amazon Music, Apple Music, and Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in.